Okay, we are in Sefer Dibri Hayomim Aleph Perek Tes Zion Pasuk Aleph Vayoviu Es Aron Helokim. So we have seen in the previous Perek, David completes that triumphant return of the Aron Hakodesh from Kiryas Yireim to Yerushalayim to the tent that he has set up a temporary tent, as it were, but as we're going to see, it will stay there for 43 years. That will be until Shlomo completes the base Hamikdash. So let's start from Aleph. By your viewers, Aaron Elohim, David brings the ark by Yotzigu Osopatoha Ohel Hashem Natalo David, and he puts it in the tent which he specially constructed for it. And they bring korbanos of olos and shlamim before the Kaddish Baruch First question, why doesn't he bring it to Givon? There is an active mishkan there at Givon where the Kohanim operate out of. There's a mizbeach there. Would it not be better off in Givon? The answer is, David has this vision that Yerushalayim is going to be, and he's correct, the center of all of the Jewish life and observance. In fact, we're going to see in the next paragraph, David begins an intensive, let's call it, lobbying effort with the Kaddish Baruch Hu to be able to build a base hamikdash. So he wants it there in Yerushalayim. He visualizes a base hamikdash that will be sooner than it actually will be constructed, but that will be the center of Jewish life and Jewish existence in the world. So he brings it there. Now, by Yakrivu Olos Shlamim, he brings Olos Shlamim with Nei Hashem. And David brings these olos and shlamim and then blesses the people in the name of the Kaddish Baruch We see in Shmuel that when we recount this, it is only David who brings the karbanos. Here we're going to see the whole Am brings karbanos. Why? The reason being that, again, Jigri HaYomim stresses this, there are people in the Babylonian exile who never saw the Aaron HaKodesh. They never saw it. It was, a, it was a figment of their imagination. They want to create that because, remember, the whole objective of Jigri HaYomim is to have the people evoke the days of yore, the days of glory and splendor. And then by doing this, the ark is the centerpiece, again in Yerushalayim, and the korbanos are restored. So, and David blesses the people by Hashem. We have seen that constantly in our history. Uh, Moshe, when the Mishkan is finished, blesses the nation. Um, Shmuel blesses the people after they are finished. Yehoshua blesses. In other words, it is part and parcel that after the Mishkan or something that is in the place of the Mishkan, you bless the people for what they have done and cooperated. 
Not only that, not only is there a blessing, but each person gets, for want of a better expression, a gift bag at the end of the ceremony that includes kikar lechem, a loaf of bread, um, eshbad. Eshbad is a contraction of one-sixth of an ox. Each person, was, and that's a pretty hefty amount of, of meat, they get one-sixth of an ox, each man, each woman, the ashisha would be a gallon, not a gallon, a large jug of wine which contains something close to 12 gallons if you took the AFO system so that everyone is getting lavish gifts for their own personal use. And now comes the David's favorite part, probably in the, in the entire um, service of the art, and that's the music. He puts the singers before the art. So that they remember, they glorify, they praise the Kaddish Baruch Hu in song. And as we said yesterday, Shira, we believe, leads to a Ruach Nevoah. That Shira is what galvanizes man to a greater sensitivity in his worship to the Kaddish Baruch Hu. And that's what David is striving. And again, that's what Kibri Hayomim is trying to do here. The glory, the splendor, you've never seen it. You can only imagine it. Now you have the opportunity to go back, rebuild it, and re-experience it. That's the thrust. Asa, that was David's favorite singer in the uh, Levite tribe. Asaf Harosh, he's the head. Umishnehu Zacharya, his second in command is Zacharya. Ye'iel, Ushamros, Ye'iel, Umasisa, Ve'edyav, Uvanayu. The Oved Adom, Oved Adom remembers the lady that houses that, um, that ark for 20 years. Ye'iel, Bechle, Nevolim, Uvachanoros, I'm sorry, it is not 20 years, it is three months. The other one was 20 years. He has it for three months. The symbols, the trumpet of Nechorot, for Osap and Mitzalzalit Mashmiya, Osap is ringing, as it were, the bells and the chimes. Again, Osap is famous throughout Tehillim, Mizmola Osap. There are many of them that he composed or conducted. And Benayu and Yachaziel, they are Kohanim, they are not Levian. They are with the trumpets, the Chatzosros, Lefne Aaron, Jerusalem, standing before the Aaron, blowing the trumpets, accompanying the Levites in their song. Question is, why does the Chatzosros switch to the Kohanim instead of Levian? And the answer is in the Torah itself. It says in Bamidbar, that was the province of the Kohanim to blow the Chatzosros. In other words, the Levites did not blow trumpets. 
and you blew those trumpets before you brought a seabor, uh, a communal carbon ola, carbon sermon, you did blow the trumpets. So that here again, David is doing everything as commanded in the Torah. The trumpets are the exclusive province of the Levim. That day on, the songs, the music of the Levim were under Asaf. There were those other two, Chenan, who was the head, uh, and yo, they were in Givon. In other words, they were Kohan and the separate station in Givon doing the regular services. We said David chose to bring the Aaron here for the obvious reasons. Now, David is going to recite or give to the nation a tefillah. It is a tefillah we are very familiar with. We say it every morning after Karbanos, the Hodul Hashem Kiru Bishmo. And as we're going to see, it is intended to link with the Korbanos. Um, incidentally, we do have a machlokas between Rambam and Ramban. What are the purpose of the Korbanos? Because we're going to stress them now. In other words, what function do Korbanos serve? And we really don't have a definitive answer. Rambam kind of stresses the fact that it might have been given as a way of inducing the people to abandon or distract them from Avodah Zorah. Ramban says, in effect, it's absurd. That's an absurd reason, because if you go through our history, whether it was Adam, Cain, Be'enel, Noah, they all give karban, they make a, a, a mizbeach and a karban, and there's no Avodah Zorah around. So it can't be Avodah Zorah. It could be to heighten the sensitivity to prayer. It could be as a means of expression before there were trios. But whatever it is, David is going to stress those karbanos. So, the link here is Hodul Hashem from the Korbanos that we say to the Psuke de Zimra. Question you can ask is Ashkenazim say Baruch Shemar between Hodu and the Korbanos. We don't, or Tzvarim don't. And so the question is why? They're not sure, but they say that Baruch Shemar also can provide a link to the Korbanos. But, this trila of Hodul Hashem, either it comes from Tehillim or it later forms part of Tehillim, Tehillim, we're not sure which, but is divided in three parts. We're going to do the first part, and the first part is read responsibly, or initially was read responsibly to be read in the morning, as we do. Um, it is intended to express one B'nai Yisrael has got to realize the intense bounty of blessings that the Kaddish Baruch Hu has given them. They've got to see the blessings in their daily life. They have got to express hodah. Gratitude is the most important thing. I, there's a great Torah that once that said that a shaliach tzibur, a one who's the chazin or davens for the omen, can yotze you can exempt you from every tefillah possible, almost every tefillah. This Shemona Esrei, Mincha, Myra, he cannot 
exempt you from modem, manachum loch. When we express gratitude to the Kaddish Baruch Hu, the individual has to say it. The individual has to express gratitude, and that's what David is going to say here. To realize your blessing, understand B'nai Yisrael, what you've been given, and express the gratitude. So, hodu l'ashem kiru b'shmo, praise the Kaddish Baruch Hu, call him by name, and this extends even beyond B'nai Yisrael. Let the nations of the world recognize the greatness and singularity of the Kaddish Baruch Hu and acknowledge it. Shirulo, sing to him, Zamrulo. The difference between Shira and Zemer is Shira is usually associated vocally, Zemer is instrumentally. But use both, as we see David does. Shirulo, Zamrulo, Sichu Bachal spread the word of his magical wonders that he does. His hallelujah b'shem kodshel, praise his name, yismach leiv mevakesh Hashem. Very interesting thought. That one who is searching for Hashem, a natural result has got to be yismach leiv. The joy in his heart is going to emanate from a true search of the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Gershu Hashem, seek him out, Uzo. Uzo is a synonym really for the um, Aaron. In other words, search out the Aaron. Bikshu Panot Tamid, seek his face, seek to see him in front of you always. Zichrin Niflosov, now a history lesson. Remember those niflos that he did, Asher saw most of the magical wonders of Mishpatei Pihu, the mishpatim he gave us, the laws he gave us, Zerah Yisrael Abdo, the seeds, the progeny of Israel will be his servants, B'nai Yaakov, Bechiro, the sons of Yaakov are his chosen ones, do not forget that. Hu Hashem Elokeinu He is our God, Throughout the land, you see his wonders all throughout the land. Um, his mishpata, the laws, the chukim. Zichru la'olam briso. Remember for eternity the covenant. And now we're going to invoke the avos. It is something he has made for us and given us for eternity. Asher Karasas, Avraham, he gave it to Avraham, he ratified it, the oath to Yitzchak, and he set it up for Yaakov, it is a chok for Israel, it is an eternal covenant. And now David introduces the central part of this, the attachment to Eretz Canaan, the gift of Israel to the Jewish people. At the time, they were not numerous. They were not plentiful. They were small among the nations. They went from nation to nation, from uh, kingdom to other kingdoms. They would not let them rest. They would not give them a minute of tranquility. And kings ruled over them. And kings ruled over them. And so that is where it's done. And this is what led. And so that completes the first third of this amazing thriller. And so what we see again to take away from it is David's passionate belief that the 
destiny of Israel determined by the Kaddish Baruch Hu will lead, of course, to not only national but universal greatness, and that the key thing in this tefillah is hodah. Be grateful, be understanding of the blessings that have been showered upon B'nai Yisrael, and above all, be able to express a hodah, a, a appreciation of what you, in fact, have been given. And so in Mirza Hashem, we will continue uh, 8.45 a.m. Monday, the next part of this extraordinary tefillah. You will not want to miss it. Be there. Shabbat Shalom.